You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I think they were just really confused, and it was at that moment I looked at myself and I realized how I was behaving. Did you see yourself through their eyes? I, I did kind of see myself through their eyes, okay. and I realized, oh, this is really confusing for them, and also I just look like I'm some kind of a high-functioning meth head right now. That's kind of what I look like. I don't think that phrase has ever been uttered. That I was, don't think there is such I, a thing that, until right this moment. That was how I appeared. That, that, at least that's what I thought through their eyes. I have a lot of... I have a lot of things I have to question about myself. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment it's Radio. Progression. I am Greg Neville here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I also uh, want to say thank you. I won't say the name of the listener, but we have a listener who wrote in. And um, I got this email this morning. And his it came from, uh, well, again, I won't say his name. We'll call him... Carl. Carl. Carl, because we know nobody named Carl. No, but I'm just going to say it's a Carl. Uh, Carl who wrote in. And Carl said that him and his wife are actually purchasing an RV. They've decided to like go the RV lifestyle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which and- is, a, I'm kind of envious of the RV lifestyle. There's something about it. I mean, you know, I don't know if I would want to be the person driving around an RV all the time. I mean, I actually at- think that I'd be good at it because I already live in like a teeny tiny space anyway. Like, I'm used to it. I'm used to small spaces. And if it's a space that can move around to wherever, you know, I fancy to be that day. Actually, I want to be an RV person. You want to be a nomad? I just you want to get, be an RV person. I just had this moment of realization. Oh, my God. Yes. You want to be an RV person. That would be amazing. Where you just, just go around. And- you, you you live in these RV parks and you, like, Greg, become can, a part of that social scene for a while. We and can then take you Fun up. Employment Radio on the road. Let's, like, be the first, like, traveling podcast. The RV podcast? The RV podcast. Fun Employment Radio on the road. Huh. Well, I mean, maybe there's something to that. Fun Employment Rodeo. Oh, no. Oh, yes. No. We already did something with that. No, we didn't. We did the resume rodeo. Well, resume rodeo. Okay, yeah, but this an... is the fun employment, but we're on the road. Fun employment rodeo, but it would be spelled R-O-A-D-O-E-O. That's it, Greg. Okay. Good spelling. Fun, fun employment rodeo. No, I don't think that's going to happen. But, it, well, it, it's a possibility. Anyway, that he's adapted. Him and his wife are, are doing the RV thing where they're going to drive around and I think, I don't know, park at places and then, you know, stay there for a while and then Is move that on the road. People do? I don't know. I don't know they what RV people do. They park and they sit in their RV and then they sleep and move on. I don't know don't about do, the whole. They don't go on adventures. Now I am kind of curious about the lifestyle. About what goes on with that. Because I imagine you go to these RV parks, you know, and you show up, and then there's like people that have been already been established there for a while, but you show up, you're the new person in town, you have people over, you have a few drinks, you know, you do whatever. It's some kind of big giant swingers thing, I assume, at like the RV oh my parks. God. Are you and thinking then, an eyes wide shut RV party? Well, I'm not saying that. Never it's mind, not, I don't want to be in an RV with you if you're going to try and like coerce people to have eyes wide shut RV parties because you can only fit like three people in there. I'm not saying that's necessarily what's going on. I had uh, an ex girlfriend and her parents were RV people and so they would show up in town like oh we're out in Troutdale now and so we'd have to go out there to their RV which was in some giant park out there and you just hang out with them for a while while they watch TV it was really weird you go out there you watch TV they didn't go out and do anything they just hung out in their in their RV out in Troutdale in a parking lot and I was like okay so what's the point of this like oh no we're just we just like being on the road but all they did was stay inside their RV and watch TV and oh, then, I wouldn't like to do that. Yeah, it was That's like going strange. on vacation to like some I've, like be- like to Europe or something, and then just staying in your hotel room the entire time. Yeah. Oh, I'm just gonna watch Netflix. That's always like perplexed. I'm gonna go to Vegas me. and I'm gonna watch Netflix for that is 12 perplexed hours. to me. I've known people who are just like, okay, no, I'm like, no, no, no. Like I I get up, I shower, and I get ready and just go out. Yeah. That's what you do. You go explore. But you can't do that if you're an RV person, though. You got to yes, drive you can. around. No, you got to drive. It's like your mobile you're on hotel. The road. Nope. You make your ho- instead of worrying for a hotel, like trying to find one. You can make any place you want your hotel. Oh man, that's kind of awesome. So you really could go anywhere and just be like, "Oh, you really nope, could I'm go already anywhere home." And be like, "All right, cool. Like, if you want to, um, yeah, go somewhere, but like all the hotels are full. Are full? Just find some place to park for the night. You know, put go the keys to away. Mm-hmm. Get some supplies. You can have like a, you know, like you, you know, put the keys away for the night. You're at your, then you're at your hotel. Uh huh. That you know that you get to pick where it is, which is awesome. Which is gonna be a parking lot somewhere. It's gonna be a That's, parking lot somewhere. It might run you at yeah. the most what like thirty five bucks for a spot. I don't know. I don't Greg, know what the price is. Greg, Greg, 
Greg. I don't know if I want to take Fun Employment Radio and put it into an RV. Like I we mean, would we drive would up, each other. we'd like drive up to Helium Comedy Club. All right, come on out, Dave Chandrasek Carver. We're gonna have you into our RV for an interview. That I don't, I don't know if that'll work. I think that might intimidate some people. Oh my god, we can have like bunks, like separate like parts of the bunks, and then have like and then create like one part, like m- make a like makeshift studio. I think we spend enough time together. I don't know if this is a good idea that to be bunking. Kenny could be our driver. Oh, Kenny could drive. That would yeah. that's true. And then we could just do. Oh my gosh! Stop. This sounds amazing. I think I'm. I think I need a vacation. I think I need to get. Well, out of town. that could be part of it too. That's sounding amazing. Well, all right. Now well, that my name is someone. Now that Sarah's someone becoming, suggesting my name is Greg. I live in an RV in Southeast Portland. <laughs> <laughs> live in an RV in Southeast Portland for now, but that could move though. Then I could change where it is every then time. You could be in Northeast Portland. Yeah, I'll go park it in front of my brother's place. I'm sure he'll like that. Hey, what's up, Jeff? <laughs> I'm, I came down here in my RV. I'm gonna park out here for about a month. And I'll just park it in front of his house till it's awkward. Like you got to stay until it's really awkward, and they want you to go. You are Randy Quaid from National. (laughs) uh, Don't uh, mind me. Shitters foe. Yeah. Oh, I'll just embarrass Jeff. He's getting in this nice neighborhood. Who's the guy with the RV? Oh, that's my brother. He's becoming. He does a a podcast. Yeah, he's an (laughs) RV guy now. He claims. So I don't know. And I'll just hang out at his pool until he gets annoyed, and then I'll take off. I'll go find somebody else's house to park in front of. Yeah, this is a whole thing. Greg, I don't know why I'm excited about this idea, but that sounds like something I kind of want to do. Even just like a month. Just drive around for a month and just see. If you own an RV dealership and you were looking for a sponsorship package and you would like to sponsor Fun Employment Radio for a month of touring in, in one of your RVs where we would review it and then also do shows from various locations of your choosing, that's fine. We can work that out. Uh, get a hold of us, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. But anyway, what I was going to say. Sorry, we got, it got derailed. You're becoming an RV person. I uh, am. I am. It's Carl, not going to be a cat person. Holy shit, I'm going to be, become an RV person. Yes. Carl wrote in and said they need to buy you know R- RV accoutrement. To go with their their new uh, their new lifestyle, mm-hmm. and how they're going to do it is by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. That's a very wise it's a idea. Very good way to and get. And so is living in an RV. RV, you know, you know things that you, you need trinkets. You need like the big dice in the mirror mm-hmm. and stuff like that. See, and I don't want to be like the van people. I don't want a van. I want an RV, like with a you know, like a bathroom and bed, like all of that stuff. I'd have to put some like uh, like bison horns on it or something on the front on the grill. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally down with that. Yeah, you'd have to have that. Mm-hmm. You'd have to give it a little bit of flair. Gotta spice have spice it up flair. a little bit. Mm-hmm. It can't be all like beige on the inside either. I'm gonna have to paint it. Like it can't. I, I would no, go, it needs to be beige. I would go crazy RVs with are beige. beige. That's... Then I'm gonna hang a whole bunch of stuff on the walls. No, no, because you can't do that. Because you're driving around, it's gonna fall off. You can't have a it ton of stuff fall on the walls. Off. Yeah, it will. That's it. Can be decorative. No, no. It beige is the color. Beige and like of fake, your soul. And fake, that's because you're dead inside. Beige and fake wood paneling. That is that is the color of an RV. That's what flavors They're the experience. Very, um, I, I'm not opposed to the wood paneling at all, but I just don't want to, like, I can't live in a beige world. I just can't do it. No, that's, that's that would drive part me of the insane. experience. That's part mm-hmm. of what it is, you know? And then you sit back and you watch TV and, and you just kind of hang out. TV? Yeah. And then, you know, you park it, you put out your, uh, your little side, you know, we need one of the side decks. So you can do that there. Oh my gosh. Suman posted a pretty sweet picture of a RV in there. Oh. With some horns on it? Oh uh, yeah, it's in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Yeah, definitely gotta have the horns. And it's gonna be a it's gonna be a whole thing. I need R V outfits. I need to get more some more floral shirts. Um, it's being pointed out that it like it's only just a you know, a vague theory and we're already fighting about it, which means one of us is probably gonna end up dead. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Somebody's which, getting ditched somewhere, which it would be, which, the it would the be most you. Exciting you would be ditched pot- somewhere. You would that's probably what would Greg happen. does this thing every once in a while that he thinks is hilarious where he'll <laughs> lock me out of the car if we're like sharing a ride and then we'll drive off. If you did that to me, I would I would pull pull whatever that guy's first name green on you and punch you in the nuts. Oh, you'd pull a Draymond Green. A Draymond Green, yes. Okay. <laughs> That's what it's called from now on too. Mm-hmm. Um oh, it's being asked in the chat. This is was not really going to be the topic at the start of the show, but it's being asked by uh Kilin, what the fuck is an RV outfit? Uh, well, an RV outfit, number 1, you need your comfortable pants cuz you're oh, adaptable. You're... So you're, no, you you got to be adaptable. Don't. No, you got to be adaptable because you don't know what kind of climate you're going to end up. Whoa. You could start off in Arizona, you end up in Colorado. All right, so you're kind of a terrible. You're like a not classy no, traveler. You need your. Uh, I need my pants with the zip off legs so I can have shorts at any time that I want. Oh my god, they're the perfect. But you're my in, transformer shorts. Oh, but you're in a place that you could quickly change your clothing. 
There's going to be a bathroom. No time for that. You don't need to sit there. Do you know how much how much longer a... it'll take for you to unzip the the pants part off of your shorts? I'm not bringing a giant wardrobe with me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have like a plethora of different my summer wear, my winter wear. You know, you're just gonna have like a few things that work. That's how RV lifestyle is. Uh, yeah, it's being noted in the chat. Zip off legs and Hawaiian shirts. Yes, definitely some Hawaiian shirts. I will invest in that. I'll probably invest in some kooky ones with uh, that are Hawaiian shirts, but like different bottles of like hot sauce on them or like oh, barbecue okay. barbecue That's sauce. Good. That's good. Yeah, you because know, you got to do that because I got to talk about my grill, my Weber. Even though I don't cook, I'm, I'm going to have to get into it. So it's going to have to be one of those RVs part of the with like RV the pull-out list. grill on the side. Well, you just need like a good solid Weber or something like that. Okay. I mean, because that's when I get into, when we pull into the the uh, parking lots, you know, you got to impress the other RV people. Because I want to be like number one when we show up. Be like, ooh, wow, who are they? And then the neighbors will come over and we'll all have a beer and But we'll RV talk about life politics. is also kind of scary because like you don't know, because there is like a hierarchy. There are like good neighborhoods and bad neighborhoods. And we want to make sure that we're, that we stay in the good neighborhoods. Well, that's come. And I'm not talking about experience. neighborhoods of, of like cities. I'm talking about neighborhoods of RV parks. Well, I don't because there are like the good ones and the bad ones and the okay ones and the travel. I ones don't know and... enough about it to really tell you. I mean, I could do a like spot check when I drive in and take a look. I could probably see what's going on, but I don't think we should restrict ourselves. I think you really you got to go in there and get a little slice of Americana, a little bit of the lifestyle. We may have a television show out of this. I would hmm. totally do it. That this actually might be an idea to pitch, if we got an RV and we just drove around to see what the what the fuck the RV lifestyle is, what the RV world is like. What the RV world is like. You go to different places. You check it out. Like RV. Hmm. Okay. I would totally do that. Maybe that sounds. Should, that sounds like this is an a pitch. Awesome actually, actually. this mm-hmm. could actually be a pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, like younger people in the RV world. Hmm. Yeah, because younger people are being forced to be kind of nomadic in a way because everything they're getting priced out of places. And then we have to have the soundtrack to it, which would be consist mostly of ACDC. I think it would probably have to be like almost entirely the almost famous soundtrack. No, no, not a single track off of there. Oh, are from you Dust kidding till, me? No, it'd be the from Dust Till Dawn soundtrack. So some some ZZ Top, some Tito. Oh and my tarantula. god, I would totally murder. Oh, I would if you made me listen. Tito to and ZZ Tarantula Top in there. Los Lobos. We got some Are of them in there. Are you kidding me? You're Elton John and The Who and... We're ro- talking about road tripping. ACDC. Um, Crazy Heart soundtrack. Uh, oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? The Crazy Heart soundtrack, yes. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? No, there's too much, like, yodeling. No, from Dust Till... And, and then from Dust Till Dawn. And these are the soundtracks that we that we live off of. That's all we listen to. No. No, you can pick half of them and I can pick half of them. That's how it works. No, I don't know about that. Don't. Okay, fine, then. You're going to have to drive half the time. Fine. I don't. Ooh, I don't know if I. <laughs> well, that's that's up bit, to you. You just uh, said that. That's a little unnerving. I don't know if I. I don't know if I trust that. I don't know about that. Oh, our friend Alex is suggesting everything played on Supernatural. Yeah, some Kansas. No Hell yeah. Oh, Kansas is okay. That Kansas can go in is there. okay. Yeah, Kansas is. What about there. some Blue Oyster Cult? What about some yeah, BOC? A little bit. A little bit. Okay. A little bit. Maybe half the catalog. Well, anyway, these are just different ideas for the new RV show that we're pitching. Um, what I was getting back to at the very beginning of the show, though, <laughs> uh, after this, was talking about what happened today. And it's when, when I realized I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing with myself. So, I, like right now, I've been doing a lot of uh, cleaning. You know, it's, it's a little bit past the springtime, but I'm throwing away a lot of stuff from the house. And, you know, I live in a house in southeast Portland. Oh I've got a big backyard. <laughs> I've got two roommates, and I live in the converted attic. And, you know, over the time, over, over the years and years of roommates, they always leave stuff behind. Somebody leaves stuff. And so I've just acquired a lot of junk. Most of the time, it's junk that they don't want to throw away. So they'll just leave it at my house. And, and then it just kind of piles up. Mm. And so I'm, I'm getting rid of a lot of this stuff. And... So I'm getting ready to go for a big uh, garbage dump run. And I've got a truck with a canopy. Dump run. A dump run. And so I've been kind of packing the truck with stuff as I go through everything, waiting to do this. But I've, I've got the canopy on it, but it does have the windows on it. So so people can see your shame. You can see the shame. Mm-hmm. And the other day I was driving around and I was, I was shaming in my mind this guy who had a pickup truck 
packed. Now, granted, his was way worse than mine. I mean, it was way worse. It was packed with like washers and dryers and like Wait, whose was this other guy's truck that I saw, <laughs> and it was like packed like way above the cab of his. So truck. that's when you know that something is going wrong in your life when you're starting to compare it to strangers. You're like, all right, well, I might look a little trashy, but well, I'm not as bad as that guy. That's what it was. <laughs> so I was looking at that guy's. I'm like, oh, now that's that's bad right there. Mine. Oh, it does kind of look trashy. And on top of that, I've got this I've got this issue right now with my right rear uh blinker. So it's the uh, I'm not going to get into the specifics. I know what's wrong, but I thought I fixed it. It's not fixed yet. So I'm waiting for this part to come in. It's the uh the blinker doesn't work. The socket that it's in, some water got into it. And so it's so it rests a little bit of it. I can't fix it. I'm just ordering a new part, and that's fine. But every now and then the blinker will go out. And so I have to fix it. But the, the easiest way to fix it, you know, if you're in a hurry and I don't have time to, like, unscrew the whole thing and, like, go through it, is if I pat, pat it on the side, like, next to it, it'll uh-huh. jostle it enough to where the blinker will start working again. Oh, my God. And I was at this stop sign today. You know, I was dressed fairly nice because I was going to do something. And But I get out of my truck. And that, when so I got fairly, out. Get, get, paint the picture for us, Greg. What? Paint your fairly nice. Polo. I don't know, polo. That and was a beautiful. Jeans. I can see the picture with my mind. I mean, and polo, <laughs> po- a polo and some jeans, and my hair was done. Like I, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't like dressed up in a suit, but I wasn't. I was clearly not dressed up like my clean. former meth head neighbors. I mm-hmm. was not dressed like them. Yes, I looked clean. I had showered, and my hair was done. And so, Stop bragging. Yeah, I know. But I get out, and there was nobody behind me at the time at the stop sign. I was like, God damn it, the blinker went out again. You know, so. And it had just been working. I just fixed it. And so I walked out and I uh, <laughs> I started sm- smacking the side of my truck. And I realize it looks kind of trashy when I'm doing that. No. I know. And and I'm, I'm hitting the side of it trying to get the blinker to jostle it to get it to back, back to working. And I'm doing that. And I realize, you know, the entire back of my truck is full of this junk that I'm getting ready to go to the dump for. Not today. So I'm just driving around with it, which I probably shouldn't have, but I didn't want it in my backyard. So I'm like, oh, I'll just stuff it in the back. And this woman pulls up in this car behind me, and and I look up at her. And just the look in her eyes, I was trying to see what uh, – it took me a minute. I'm like, why is she glaring at me? I know I'm in the road, but, I mean, she could go around me. It was really easy where we were at. But she was looking at me like she was kind of afraid. <laughs> I'm like, which How is How does it? someone look kind of afraid? Well, you can see like the look in her eye like – it, the look in her eye was like, okay. Like she was going through a checklist in her mind like, all right, my doors are locked. Um, I'm in the car. I can drive away if he comes near me. And it was, you know, and I'm not used to that look, shockingly, as much as I know the persona I give off on here is a very large, intimidating, manly man. And I know that's what very a lot of people scary. think about me. You know, they very think. Very scary. Yeah. It's like, you know, he's, he's somebody you want to be your friend, but, you know, you don't want to be on his bad side because he's so intimidating. You know, I give off so much masculinity on the show. But um, I'm not always that, I'm not really that intimidating. So I was, uh, I was, this, this woman was looking at me and I'm like, why does she look at me that way? And I'm like, oh. I have a truck full of junk (laughs) and I'm banging on the side of my car, which for her was for no reason. I was just me sitting there putting my, (laughs) hitting the side of my truck. And yet I was, you know, in this business casual outfit, as it was noted in the live chat. And um, I think I just confused her. I made her, I made her very confused because now I, had I been dressed like my standard method neighbor outfits, uh, then it would have made a little more sense. But you were confusing. She's I like, you aren't fitting her. my stereotype. I didn't fit the stereotype of somebody who would have a truck full of junk and who's banging on the side of their car <laughs> at, you know, eight in the morning. Which is also kind of terrifying because it's, you don't fit the stereotype. Therefore, yeah. you could be hiding in plain sight. Like the world could be confusing. like. It was confusing. It a- is because like if you look nice and normal, but clearly you're some like cracky meth head who's mm-hmm. out there pounding on his blinker, like you don't even know where to look anymore. No, I was a conundrum. I was a conundrum for her. And she eventually just like slowly skirted around and like drove around me. And she did it in this delicate manner like, okay, I don't want to upset him. It's like when you come across like a, like a wild animal in the woods or something like that. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm just going to give him a wide berth. I'm going to go around there and I will uh, just kind of avoid this situation altogether. And so <laughs> so it was one of those kinds of deals. And I don't really uh, – I'm not quite used to that. So I think 
A, I need to uh, get this dump run out of the way. And then I, I think I need to fix my blinker. Like I, I need, need to make to get some my changes. Dump run out of the I way. Need to get my dump run out of the way. <laughs> you know, I just I I I realize that it's not who I want to be. You know, uh, it's being noted in the chat. Uh, Tony said so when you and Kenny are going to make scrap metal runs together. Yeah, yeah, I kind of do look like I'm I'm one of those guys. Uh, filling your truck full of stuff takes more gas to drive around. That is that is very true. It that's is a some true sound. statement. That is some that's some dad advice right there. Some sound that's advice. Some, that's a, that's some advice. Uh, but no, yeah, you're absolutely right. So I need to take care of. It. But anyway, <laughs> this is what happened. That's what happened today. I confused her. It was very confusing, and I, I felt. But you kind of liked it, right? No, no, I didn't. No, it was not the kind of confusing. I don't like that kind of look. It's not the kind of look that I'm used to. Of that. I don't know. That guy's a little iffy. It was the, gave, she was the look that I was a little iffy. So she gave you the look that you like give most people, but m- most importantly, the methods. Ooh, I don't know. Ooh, I'm not one. sure. My, my door's locked. My door's are locked. Okay. Yeah, I got that kind of look. And I'm not used <laughs> to that kind of look, and I didn't like it. I didn't like it one I didn't, bit. I did not like that kind of look. <laughs> I'm used to the more of the dismissive look rather than the I'm afraid look. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, why are you breathing the same air as me? Yeah, that, the, that look, I'm, the, I'm comfortable with that. I know that look. Yeah. I know that kind of interaction. Like the, ugh, gross. You know, <laughs> <laughs> kind of kind of that kind of thing. Or, eh, all right, well, that's there. Um, not the, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to make sure my phone's open in case I need to make a phone call. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I already have the nine and the one dial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to get my keys out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not the that's not the kind of look <laughs> I like. So anyway, um, should we do a little bit of, uh, oh, you want to take a break? Mm-hmm. Take a break. Okay. We'll take a break. And uh, we're going to come back here in just a minute. But before we go to break, though, I do want to say this. I want to remind everybody of the fact that the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cordial Tournament is coming up yes. on Sunday, the 26th. Uh, that's June 26th. 12 days from today. 12 days from today. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we will that's be how having, math works. That is, that is true. Mm-hmm. And you can sign up now at funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags. And we have our two fine sponsors for this tournament, which is BTU Brewing, which is at 58th and Northeast Sandy, right here in Portland. They have a brewery and it's amazing Chinese food. It's kind of like the best combo ever. Uh, that's amazing. Beer and Chinese food. And it's BTU, and that's 5846 Northeast Sandy Boulevard. And then our other one is Reverend Nat's Hard Cider. Very cool. Which you can find Reverend Nat's in all kinds of stores and different bars, but also they are at 1813 Northeast 2nd Avenue, which is where their uh, their main location is. And Aaron Duran, a geek in the city, they're doing a showing of Tombstone there oh, on Friday night. On Friday night? This Friday? Oh, this Friday night. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so they're going to be showing Tombstone and doing live uh, commentary to it, and that's this Friday night at Reverend Nat's. So that's just another uh, side side note of that that's going on too, which is very cool. But yeah, Reverend Nat's is one of the co-sponsors of the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornell Tournament, June twenty sixth. Yes. Get your tickets now. Register now. Yeah, so it's uh, five dollars per person, so it's ten bucks a team. Uh, you when you register, you are registering not only for a great time for the best Sunday ever. You're also going to get a gift bag. You have a chance for cash prizes. Yep. And I said cash, I'm in cash money. Mm-hmm. And also, if you are playing in the tournament, you're going to be entered into a raffle to win a pair of VIP tickets that aren't available anymore. No, they're still To sold our out. Fun Employment Radio listener party prom. So yep. uh, that's the only way you can get them. So be sure to sign up. Yep. Funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags. Sign up. Or beer sandbags. You're making it confusing now. No, it's not the same amount of words. It is, Letters. but it's not beer sandbags. It's beers <laughs> and bags. Anyway, funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags. Sign up there. We would love to see everybody out there. It uh, It's really, really cool. It's a lot of fun. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and take a break. And we're back here in a minute with uh, Danny. And I'm not sure who else Danny is with, but from the Beardsman right here on Fun Employment Radio. Welcome. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi everyone, how you guys doing? I um, mean, you're listening now to Fun Employment Radio, and this is Tommy Wiseau. You are tearing me apart, our audience in Portland. Portland? It's not the Portland. I am not how it's to. It's kind pro- of Portland. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you see, now they correct me. Hopefully, uh, cut. Of all the liners we have, of There's, all of the famous people that we've got in there. It's timely. We, t- we were talking about Tommy Wiseau yesterday. We were. That is true. And how much I still. Truly do love the room, unironically. 
Yes. I do love it. It's disturbingly so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio, we have three... Collectively. Collectively. Yes. Gentlemen in here joining us who are going to be talking about a huge event that's happening this weekend. But let's just start down the line here. To On the far end, right in front of me, we have... Abraham Lincoln, 16th President of the United States, saved the Union during the Civil War. <laughs> And we'll get a we picture. We'll get a picture. And an iconic beard. And an iconic he is—he is an icon. We've met him before. It's—it's it's such a pleasure to have you here. Yes. Oh, are we shaking hands? Let's no, shake hands. Yes. Okay. We will post a picture that will explain this. And mm-hmm. going further down the line, uh, they call me the Lumbus. The uh, Lumbus. Yes. What does that mean? Uh, it's my last name, Gabe Lumbus. Oh. Yes. I thought Portland it was like some sort of lumberjack hybrid kind of. I'm like, what is bus? It's whatever you want it to be. I like it. He has the same issue with your last name. Is that really your last name? Like, oh, yeah. They ask him yeah, that all yeah, the time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. We just go by the Lumbus now. The Lumbus. Yes. <laughs> I'm the only one. It's like Tigger. I'm the only one. <laughs> That's why we, everyone one. just calls him Nibbler at this point. <laughs> yep. It's just like, yep. Exactly. Can't get away from it. It just works. And right here next to me, we have... Danny Buki. Danny Buki. And so you guys are here from the Portland Beardsmen. And you want to talk about, number one, an amazing event that's happening this Saturday. This and I Saturday. believe there's an announcement you have with it, too. Danny, could you fill in, everyone, on what exactly is happening on Saturday? So this Saturday at uh, Dante's, we are doing our second annual uh, mustache, our uh, Beards and Roses, um, Portland Beardsmen. Uh, it's going to be a huge beard competition. We got people coming in from everywhere. It's going towards a really great charity. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. So this Super is actually fun. a competition for who has the best beard or right. mustache well, or and, well, facial there's different hair. Facial, facial hair. hair. There's different be, categories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lots of different categories. I'm so. looking at this. There are a ton of different categories. Yes, yeah. there's yes. build a beard, so you know, ladies can put on a beard too. That's actually my yeah. favorite category. What about what about guys who don't have a beard? Well, you be can be they actually, we changed that. We changed that. It was Karina, and we decided to change it to allow men to compete. Uh, last yes. year, we yeah. had one man compete in Build a Beard, which, which we now call great. it. Which yeah. uh, like This year, it. we have two men competing in yeah. Build a Beard. So we've d- more than we've doubled. You've doubled. Yeah. Doubled it. Doubled it. That's a big increase. So next year, we're going to have three guys. Wait, so Greg, are you thinking about maybe constructing something for this? Because we might or might not be there. Well, I think we should wait for that announcement. Okay. Well, we also, one of the fun things is we also have a couples category, so you could do like matching outfits or something, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, so. wow. Yeah, every, any pairing of people can compete with a theme to the couple, grab a partner. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there's, I mean, I'm looking at all these categories, business beard, groomed beard. I like business beard. Does, so does, does yeah, Abe have a business claim. beard? No, mine's a partial. Mine would be considered an Alaskan whaler. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to get technical, this is a very long fall under the partial natural category. Yeah. So this event, this is your second year doing this. Like, how did it start? How did you guys decide to do this? Bearding thing, the whole bearding world clubs and stuff has been around for a long time. Like, we just last year we just pulled the trigger and decided to do our own competition, and it was a great turnout. We almost packed Dante's, and uh, this year we're planning on. Pretty much selling it out. Like nice. We're, we're already. At, uh, I checked the numbers this morning. As of eight o'clock this morning, we're at ninety-five competitors. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. That's yeah. So I don't have the numbers on That's the overall ticket land. sales yet, yeah. but I'm sure it's gonna. And I know we're gonna have more guys signing up to compete too. So. So, can, so people can still sign up. You can sign up all the way up until Friday. Until Friday. The day before. The okay. day before. And how, how does one go about signing up? Is there a cost to sign up? You can go to our uh, Facebook, the uh, PortlandBeardsmen.com. Or, I mean, fate the You can go to the website, too. Yeah, and there's a link that'll take you. And uh, you just click on the link, and you click on if you want to be a competitor or a, or a spectator. All the money goes towards uh, AMP, the Artist Mentorship Program, which is really great. They uh, they work with kids, you know, give them somewhere to go, get them off the streets and stuff like that. And, oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah. and uh, Oh, this is wonderful. It provides access to recording equipment, collaborative rehearsals and yeah. performances. Yeah, so like, like local artists and musicians, they'll come in from downtown, like around town, and like they'll donate their time to like a musician will come in and teach a kid how to play the guitar, or an artist will teach a kid how to paint and draw and stuff like that. It's really neat. That's, that's really cool. Wonderful. Yeah. So, yeah. I really like to work with kids and you know ways to keep them out of trouble and try to help them educate themselves you know in ways that they're not getting in school oh that's wonderful to show them that you know they can do something creative yeah well and so you've got 
you know, that's going to a wonderful, wonderful charity. And then you've, on top of that, you know, you have all these different competitions. You also have a list of judges, which there's one in particular, I think, that we'll get to that is. <laughs> Are you talking about impressive. Dan Clark? I'm talking about Dan Clark. Right. Dan Clark. <laughs> Dan Pirates. Hold on. Dan Clark, I really believe, is the starter of bearding in Portland. We, because we, he got we've the first... kind of officially dubbed him the yeah. godfather of Portland bearding. Yeah. I can see that. He started the very first beard comp in Portland, so we made him our official resident judge. So he's just an automatic judge for us. He's every the year. first like bearded, um, like braided, beaded beard I'd ever seen. Like when he was actually like adorning it, and he did. Yeah, and it looked really cool. I'm like, oh yeah, I've never really seen that before. You ain't seen nothing yet. I am yeah. so wait excited. till Saturday. Oh, you, you're in for a treat. So and, Dan's one of the judges. Um, mm-hmm. Madison Rowley, which you said is the world current beard. world champion. He got he went to the world championship over in uh, Austria, Damn. competed against everybody, won the whole thing, and then he ended up just touring Europe after that, like going just on a beard tour. tour. Like, what you, yeah. like yeah. Okay. I <laughs> what are you know doing a beard tour? That's exactly what I want to know. It's, he could literally construct a boat and just it's kind of just have everyone basically stare Madison, at him with everything he, we have like this thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's a joke around the club where everything, basically everything he does is just perfect because <laughs> everything always comes up Madison, no matter what. He's like, a great guy. He, he does look like that kind of guy. I mean, not a terrible, but like guy. everything comes up. You no, know, like it's one thing to see his beard on and on the computer or something, but wait till you see it in person. It's yeah. it does it no justice at all. It's amazing. Come for he the competitions. It's just yeah, it's hard to not stare. Wow, he is he is a very attractive man. Yeah. He's a very yeah. handsome fella. Yeah, so it's like there's just happens to be the world's greatest beard on mm-hmm. also a beautiful face. Which so he's it, also it one of probably the world's yeah. nicest guy you'll meet too. Yeah. He's Definitely. super humble, super nice guy. And he got to go on a world tour for beers. He's a world just beard. for not world shaving. Beard for just champion. not shaving. Yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> for laziness. He is, no, no that's lazy Madison. Yeah, I'm sure that takes a lot of work. No, I know, I know. <laughs> um, so we got Madison, Dan Clark. You got Shannon Morgan. Shannon Morgan's great. She's she's awesome. She's from one of the uh, the Spokane clubs. She's a pretty big deal in the. Uh, so there's a category for the ladies. It's uh, the build a beer categories, you mm-hmm. know, and she's a pretty big deal in that. So we figured, you know, bring her in there. She's, she's like the mom of the clubs. She's, oh, she's gonna love everybody, her, everybody you know? loves her. She's oh, so everybody great. Loves super her. nice gal. That's awesome. And Landon Gillespie. Yes, that guy is Lando. a character. Lando. <laughs> Lando Beard Rizian, he calls himself sometimes. Oh, <laughs> that's a solid name. I like that you- one. Uh, put anything whatsoever on Facebook, you'll be the first to Always like the it. first one to like yeah. it or comment I or think something. Oh, you know, Lando Commando. Of the time <laughs> on Facebook. Everyone has that friend yeah. who's the first to like yeah. anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's this no name. I don't know who this person is. Do you, Greg? The uh, final no. Uh, Rebecca uh, Romijn. Romijn. Rebecca Romaine. Yes. yes. Like That's the Rebecca, Miss Mystique from X Men. The Rebecca Romaine is going to be there. Yeah. We got her. Apparently, who how? Knew, yeah, who knew? But apparently, she's pretty big into the whole bearding thing. She's in town filming a thing, and we reached out. Actually, it was Madison that reached out to her, of course. And uh, was, <laughs> hey, I'm beautiful. Yeah. Want to come be beautiful with me? Basically, that's how it went down. Something like that. And she's like, have him on our team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Rebecca Romaine is going to be there judging these beards as well. Yeah, yeah. which is great. That's I mean, awesome. she's yeah, she's she's into the whole beard scene. She played a bearded lady in uh, Dirty Work. That's, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like favorite of her of her yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> when she had a beard. Yeah, <laughs> she did have one. So, um, so you've got all of that going on, and so then that's just the judges. Mm. Um, for the halftime intermission show, we got. The uh, the ever so glorious, the sultry Samoan Adam Posse, oh. <laughs> one of my best friends. I Adam love that dude. is one of the most magical, wonderful people to oh, ever grace a, the planet. He's a great pool player. We just had he's a, a great pool player. We just had a bro date the other day. And he, was that when he was looking for a place that uh, yeah. for brunch? Yeah, yeah. we tables? went to Holman's. We went to Holman's. It was great. Oh, oh yeah, that's a great good choice. Very I was going to suggest maybe their, Tom's. Oh, their breakfast is or their uh, gravy is no joke. Oh, it's so good. I know it's wrong. I'm a fat kid. It's okay. (laughs) So, so so Posse's going to be the halftime. Yeah, he's also uh, in the semifinals for the Portland's Funniest Comedian, which is awesome. So, we like to promote that. You know, he's one of us too. So, and we can't quite weigh in on that because we're. We're Might judges, judges on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at the first competition he was at, I exchanged shirts with him, and we Which were was, very different oh, sizes. So great. <laughs> what shirt did you get? What, what one of his did you get? Oh, oh no. uh, please say it said like sexy Samoan. It was it was Cookie Monster. Cookie yeah, Monster. Cookie Monster. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's wonderful. And he got a beardsman shirt. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
Might have been like four sizes too small. But yeah, but hey, he somewhere or another, he fit in. It's his muscle it, man so. shirt. Yeah. Now, during Bridgetown, I saw Adam uh, completely shirtless. Remember, he took off his shirt oh. during yeah. um, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Rants Off, Dance Off? Yes, he and did. It was, it was a sight to behold. He oh. was beautiful. Oh, boy. Mm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then, so I'm seeing this. There's the. There's a, some of these um, things that haven't been filled in yet. So I'm looking at this and it says MCs and it's not, uh, it says to be announced soon. Yeah, actually. I'm um, not sure what that means. Yeah. Uh, actually, we got some great, amazing hosts. Cool. Big friends, of, big, you know, we're super fans of them. We try to support them as much as we can. I don't know how else can we build this up, guys. Yeah. I, mean, I think that was the, it. I think we peaked with the Rebecca Romaine. They're awesome. No, no, yeah. If you wanted to see Rebecca, wait till you yeah, see Yeah, wait till you see Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. It's, you want to announce it right now? Me. Let's announce it right Let's now. Let's do it. Uh, it's um, the host of uh, Fun Employment Radio. Oh, Craig. Oh, hey. <laughs> Yay! No, we're super excited to have you guys as our hosts of this the whole thing. I guarantee you guys are gonna have a blast. So I am super stoked. Greg and I have been talking about like ideas for what he should do. Like, should we build beards? Should Greg build a beard? You do the more ridiculous the better. He has to be clean shaven for his other, you know, on camera jobs. Right. But that, but I can build sure, whatever yeah. I want. Well, let me talk right. to your supervisor yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, please yeah. do. Yeah. 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 I have I have some paperwork yeah. for him to read. There There's the couples category. People. We could do dueling macho men. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I do yeah. have my full macho man out. Oh, still. you do have your crop. Oh, you do have your full macho man. Welcome to the kingdom of madness. Oh, <laughs> uh, and this is what happens. It's like some I sort of tick. beard you can borrow. Actually, <laughs> you no, you just make a beard of Slim Jims. Oh, delicious! That would be the most there delicious beard. Uh, I don't think I'd be able. It'd be kind of smelly, but it would be delicious. Crazy, but... Oh yeah, smelly. What kind of person are you? It smells delicious. Smell delicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so we're gonna be him seeing it. Yeah, yeah, we're super excited for you guys to do mm-hmm. it. Uh, so. What do we do? <laughs> You're gonna basically be like our Vanna White of the show, both Excellent. of you. Ooh, You're awesome. gonna be introducing all the all the competitors, all and the, the categories. categories. Perfect. When it comes trophy time, you get to present these awesome trophies that we had Ooh, made. Sweet. And yeah, it's gonna be super. That rad. is gonna be so much fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep. And Rebecca Romaine is gonna be there. And we get a party with Rebecca Romaine. Yeah, and, that's. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay with that. And that's cool. And Landon. Mm. Yeah. Well, Landon. Wait till you meet. I mean, wait till you meet this guy. You'll make the party. Yeah, character. you guys keep talking about him. I'm excited now. Like oh. he has no face in my mind because I've never yeah. met him. Yeah, I like all him. of you guys. So yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be. The wonderful. rule is, if you don't like Landon, you love Landon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're also because uh, we're having beard clubs from everywhere: Canada, California, Idaho. All over coming in. Um, and um, Wow. Salty Sands from Utah are coming. Yeah. yeah. And so what we're going to do is um, Friday night, this Friday, the night before the comp, we always do a meet and greet thing. So everybody, um, our home bar, which is the Greeley Avenue Bar and Grill over in North Portland. Um, oh, I like that place. Yeah. That, yeah. So do we. That's our home bar. Very they love cool. Us very there. cool. Yeah. Amazing food. It's a great bar. Um, they always take awesome good care of us. So we're going to do a meet and greet there. So everybody nice. from out of town, they're like whoever wants to come in the comp. We're gonna just we're all gonna hang out, get to know each other a little more, you know, because it's like summer camp. We get to see each other like once a year, once yeah. or twice a year, you know. So catch up with everybody. Yeah, hang out, you know, have a few drinks and stuff like that. So That's get ready awesome. for the night before. Yeah, and then and you have something the night uh, on Sunday as well. And the right? day before the day we do a hangover brunch because yeah. you know after the comp we like to a little partake in the adult beverages, you know. And sure. And then yeah, and then we do a hangover brunch before everybody has to head back out of town and stuff. So. Oh, very cool. Super fun. Uh, and where's the hangover brunch at? Same place. Same it's place. the the Greeley Avenue Bar and Grill in North Portland on uh, 5421 North Greeley Avenue. Cool. It's like a great deal going for us for yes. breakfast. So for oh yeah, so okay, we they giving us two deals. So the meet and greet, they're giving us uh, happy hour specials all night long if you got a beard, plus they're going to, you know, they're going to give us a drink and a beer special. And then the next uh, for the hangover brunch, they're giving us a $5 bearded breakfast, so Wow. Okay, so let me ask you this. Uh, do you have to have the hair beard or can it be one of your build a beards? Either. 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 All right. So you yeah. say if I walk in with like, you can, my fake beard You can on, take your, your, your eyeliner, eyeliner and just, just draw a mustache on, <laughs> and you're good. Uh, tip, if you're trying to do like the facial hair, it's better to use mascara. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I do work on that. Yeah. So I've done, <laughs> when I did do Greg's mustache for when you were um, uh, from the Adams Family. Ooh, Gomez. What was his name? Oh, Gomez. Yeah, Gomez. Yeah, Gomez. Yeah, I got a, the, yeah. The mascara like Fantastic catches the little hair. Uh, <laughs> great facial hair. Yeah. yeah. Super good. Super good. Yeah. Pencil mustache. Yeah, we had to touch that in a little bit. We did. Yeah, we yeah. had to touch it up. Yeah. But <laughs> well, so all this is happening this Saturday. This Saturday yeah. at, Dante's. at Dante's. And what time Dante's. does the competition kick off? 
Doors are doors at open six at six. Doors are at six. Show starts at seven. Awesome. So if you're planning on entering, be at registration at four at the latest. Oh, which wow. is going to be at the Ash Street across the street. Oh, nice. Awesome. So pre-reg is at Ash across the street. And then once everybody's registered, mm-hmm. we do a little mini bearded parade across the street. <laughs> oh, back my to Dante's, God. Come And on. then we all just pile into Dante's at the same time. And a mini great. beard parade. Yeah. yeah. And also. They'll be it, drinking already, so it's a short I was. <laughs> yeah. It's and just was, across the street. So. And I was going to say, if you want to say Greg and I before that, we too will probably be at Ash Street. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That could be. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean. And that's kind of my go-to downtown Which is bar. great because then you They're get to see... They're a big sponsor yeah. of ours for this competition. Very yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. I love... Good, I love We Ash got some so awesome much. sponsors. I mean, we got our... One of our main sponsors is Rainier Beer. Perfect. Great. Like, they're going to give us, you know, a, hook us up with all kinds of Rainier. Um, we have uh, uh, li- uh, Lyft. They're hooking us oh, nice. up. Nice. Which is really cool. So if you go to Lyft and you enter the promo code, um, what is it? RCMB2016. It's our. It's a. I'll. Po- I'll make sure to post Rose it. City mustache, yeah. mustache beard. beard competition. Yeah. Um, you get five free rides. So, wow. so yeah. if you want to come out and party, hey. don't worry about you know finding a ride home because you'll have five free rides to get you around. That's so. really and all cool. this information okay. is on the Facebook page for the. Yeah, event. yeah. It's the Rose City Beard and Mustache. Rose City Beard and Mustache. Very yeah. cool. Looking okay. right now, all Number the two, right electric there. boogaloo. <laughs> 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 the bearding—that's always a great reference. <laughs> awesome. Well, we are so excited to to be hosting, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. So come on down. Get tickets. Get tickets. It's going to an awesome charity. Mm-hmm. Super cool. And get them before Friday. Yes. Yes. Online. Yep. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be a super If there are any time. left at the door, the prices will go up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. All right. If, if, if you wait till the day online. of, so it's better to do the pre-sale stuff. We'll put a link to the event on uh, this post for this episode too. For sure. So that way thank everybody can awesome. go there and, and find it. Yay! Sweet. Well, thank you so much, guys. Yeah, this thank is you awesome. Guys. Thank you. Yeah. This is wonderful. All right. Yeah. Beard on. Beard on. <laughs> Beard on. <laughs> we'll be back in a bit Beard. with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There we are, the Portland <laughs> Beardsmen. So we will be the MCs down there. Yeah. On Saturday I'm excited. Day. And they're all, I mean, they're all such genuinely nice men. Like they're just. Oh, it's just a fun group. Uh, of yeah, people. they're just dudes who just want to have fun. Who dudes raise, and, and ladies. And ladies. Yeah. Yeah. And like all different types of, of people who just want to raise money for charity and have a fun time doing so. And that's why we're so excited to, uh, that we were asked to be a part of it. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be fun. Us and Rebecca Romaine, Greg. No I big know. deal. Rebecca Romaine. I don't know how to even interact. Like, hi. Rebecca, do, you Romain. know how you interact with her? Just don't talk to her. I just look look at the ground every time she's around. Yeah, I just don't think that you'd be able to do it. Gosh. I don't think you'd be able to properly oh, she's communicate. She's very tall. Don't mind me. I'm just looking at pictures of okay, Rebecca. Okay, well, Romain. I do mind because you're supposed to be mm. looking over here for my stories. Yeah, Rebecca Romaine. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. First up, got a story out of Florida. All right. A Florida bar fight is making the news after it has been speculated and found out that it was started over alleged flatulence. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. This is, this is what it, So what happened? This is what happened. It led to a fist fight between two couples at a bar. So according to police, an argument between two couples about, I, I just hate the word, like I said, about flatulence, turned violent. You're the one that chose this story, you realize. Well, you know what? Sometimes stories are few and far between. If you, keep, if you read a story about people getting into a fight about flatulence at a bar, it just has to be done. Okay. Um, so this, uh, the bar, name of the bar was Sloppy Joe's Bar. Of course it of was. Of course it was. Uh, yeah, so the argument was uh, due to someone passing wind, a uh, man by the name of Richard McBride and his girlfriend, Sandra Stoner said that they were drinking at the bar when an unidentified uh, unidentified man punched him in the face because he claimed that he was the one that created the smell. Oh. Yeah. That's, no, you can't do that. Mm-mm. That's somebody trying to cover up. Yeah. Well, McBride suffered a dislocated shoulder during the scuffle, uh, and the unidentified couple who attacked them for accusing them, which you know if the if the couple attacked them, that totally means that they did it. No, oh, yeah. I mean, if they're That's like the, the ones that are bringing rule. it up. It's I don't need classic. to say it. <laughs> You're the one that brought this story up. <laughs> exactly. I don't have a couple. Left the bar after the altercation, and they were able to track them down, but the couple is not going to press charges. Okay. Next up out of Canada. A Canadian woman is facing criminal charges after police say... So maybe this is why there are so many like um, older drivers on the road that shouldn't be. 
Facing criminal charges after police say she impersonated her elderly mother in an attempt to take her driving test for her. So her mother could oh, get wow. her driver's license renewed. That's not a good thing that, that you're doing. That is not a good thing. That's a horrible thing. Well, uh, according to the news, the instructor became suspicious after a, uh, the 73-year-old woman who was scheduled to take her driving test appeared to be a much younger woman wearing a gray wig, glasses, and clothes more suited to an older person. She was wearing a disguise, an old person disguise. That is kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So a supervisor at the drive test center about an hour outside of Ottawa called police while the instructor took the woman out for her test, thinking the woman, you know, was thinking that she had tricked the instructor. Alas, the fake wig. She used wig, like an old lady voice too? I, she must have. I mean, if she went to the lengths to do the gray wig, glasses, and clothes. Yeah. Uh, when they returned, the police were indeed there waiting for her at the DMV. Uh, it was then discovered that the that the person was indeed the elderly woman's 39-year-old daughter, uh, who decided that she would take the driver's test on her mother's behalf, um, and she told officers she did it because her mother was nervous about taking her test. Not because, you know, her mother shouldn't be driving. Yeah, she, she was shouldn't nervous. be driving. That's just, sorry, that's mm. just how it is. Well, uh, the woman was arrested and charged with one count of impersonating an adult. Uh, so it was mentioned the woman's attempt to take the test for her mother presents a danger to the public at large. However, it hasn't been ruled out that the woman isn't capable of driving. It was just she was afraid to take the test is what she's saying. <laughs> So I don't know exactly what's going on with that. But uh, don't do that for your mom. If she can't take her own no, test, she probably shouldn't be driving. It's not a good idea. No. All right. Uh, thank you to Greg, who alerted me to this story. Just, uh, it was kind of intriguing. So how many kilograms, uh, how many pounds are is a kilogram? Oh, I forget. Okay, let me see here. Pound to kilogram. So I need to know 10 kilograms. 10 kilograms. I believe that's about 20 pounds. 22 pounds. 22 pounds. All right. A giant 22-pound ball of 2,000-year-old butter was found hidden inside of a bog in Ireland. The thing is uh, hidden inside of a bog. Like it was buried in the bog? Inside of a bog. It was buried Buried inside of a bog. bog. I know you just saw the headline, but I did do some research. Uh, But thank you to Greg for alerting this to me. So it was Mm -hmm. a 2,000-year-old 22-pound glob a ball of butter that was found hidden inside a bog like in Like actual Irishman. butter. Yes, actual 2,000-year-old butter that they are saying is actually still edible after it's been there How for 2,000 years. How can it be edible? Years. That's the thing. What is... What is... Well, let me... What t- goes into butter? Let I thought me it was just you. like fermented uh It'll be my pleasure. Milk. Hang on. Uh, so the creamy, cheesy bog cheese ball, butter ball, is being kept by the museum following its discovery in a remote part of Ireland. So it's a 22-pound ball of butter. Uh, experts say it's edible. The bog butter was in Emlach County. Uh, let's see, Emlach Bog in County Meath, Ireland. It's found by this whole sentence is so Irish <laughs> by a turf cutter, and it seemed to be perfectly preserved. Uh, bogs are often used to preserve foodstuffs as they are cool, oxygen poor environments. Uh, they used to be in the past. Okay, you know, two thousand years ago. But experts believe this particular ball was an offering, in fact, to the gods. It wasn't a storage. Uh, offering being, butter. Okay. In t- 2,000 years ago in Ireland, they were offering a 22-pound butter ball to the gods. Now, let me ask you this. It, it is e- edible, correct? They believe that it is edible. So this was found by Jack Conway, uh, and it's described as a creamy white dairy product, which salt, smells strongly like a strong cheese. So he found this and passed it on to the National Museum, where assistant, the assistant keeper in the museum's Irish uh, Antiquities Division, Andy Haplin, says it's significant because it was found in an area where the boundaries of three ancient co- um, colonies met. Okay. So they think that they buried it right in that bog. Right in the center. In the center of it. Now. As an offering to the gods. Would you try this butter? Bog butter. I believe I would. You would try it? I believe I would, Yes. I, I, would, I would try it. If Butter that's kids. been buried in the ground for 2,000 years. Somehow still intact. I, that, that's what doesn't make sense to me. How does it not break down? But But anyway. it is like a full-on like ball. It's a big ball of butter. It's a big butter ball. I mean, I wouldn't eat the outsides of it, like the encasing. No, you'd cut through to the center. But I'd eat something as the center. Maybe. Yet you're the same one who won't drink milk if it's within one week of its expiration date, essentially. And you smell it constantly. For it's fear the that rudest it's going thing I do. I don't mean to, because, but I just don't realize I'm doing it. 
If I'm at somebody's house and they're like, oh yeah, like feel free to grab a glass of milk. I can't, I can't not smell it's, it. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I just um, have to. So you're going to be that person. So they believe that they offered it to the gods because the bogs 2,000 years ago were inaccessible, mysterious places, which makes it sound kind of magical. It's magical bog ball butter. Yeah. I don't want to know why that butter has lasted for 2,000 years. It's a juncture of three separate kingdoms. So yeah, was- but that doesn't have anything to do. It's still the ground. It's it's buried in the, it's buried in a swamp. And so theoretically, the stuff is still edible, but we wouldn't say that we'd advise you to do it. And you would eat it. I would sample it, probably. Well, that's eating it. <laughs> Kaelin says Sarah's also already basically lived with 2,000-year-old two, butter. In my refrigerator. Oh, gotcha. That's, okay, yes. I know I'm falling. Sorry. All right, this story made me kind of laugh because I knew somebody... I talked about this on the show, didn't I? Where my friend and his girlfriend dressed up like Target employees and like khakis and and red shirts and went and made out in the <laughs> yeah that's right that is still the funniest thing ever <laughs> went and made out in the aisles <laughs> because they just look like because when you know you know a place's uniforms you can get away with some stuff either messing with people or messing with employees <laughs> that's totally funny well a band of thieves who are dressed like Apple employees keep stealing iPhones from New York City Apple stores. So what they'll do oh, is they'll... Oh, they'll put on like the polos or... Wait, what do Apple employees wear? I well, they forget. mix it up a little bit. So yeah. they wear uh, blue... They wear blue shirts with uh, with khaki pants. Okay, so, uh, so kind of like the Best Buy employees. Yeah, so this has been happening all year, but the Apple thieves have st- have struck again in New York. So earlier this year, three individuals stole, stole a total of 67 iPhones from an Upper West Side Apple store. Damn. Uh, this past week, 19 more iPhones were snatched, uh, snatched from a Soho store. So what do they do? They walk in and be like, oh, so, so what's what they your do is what's they walk in on? because they're super busy because everybody, you know, is like, I need uh-huh. my iPhone or whatever. Um, so what they do is they dress similar to Apple Store employees. So it's uh, the thieves know their way around the Apple Store, which means that some are, some people suspect that they might be former Apple employees. Yeah, uh, I'm sure the first one was. In all the robberies, the suspects dress similarly uh, to Apple employees, walk directly to the drawers where brand new unlocked iPhones were stored. Like. They just walk I don't know in how and take many, the like, phones. I've never worked for Apple, so I don't know how big of a, you know, how many employees are working at the same time. I mean, the stores are pretty big. I mean, they must be. Yeah, but they knew exactly where they were going, walked directly to the stores where the brand new unlocked iPhones were stored. And so they just grab them and then walk out? Mm-hmm. And also, uh, people, this is mostly hit on the Upper West Side because it's the best target for these people since it's used to train employees. Wow. Since unfamiliar faces wearing the uniform wouldn't stick out. That's, that's pretty smart. Yeah, so Apple uniforms used to change seasonally with all employees wearing the same T-shirts for weeks or months at a time. Uh, so the switch to permanent uniforms is meant to make uh, the Apple stores feel more high-end. So they did switch to a permanent uniform. However, now it's easier to mimic since they wear the same thing every day. I mean, why would they have these Apple phones not in a locked case? That's like the manager has to get it or something. Yeah. So, yeah, so... Um, there's a wide variety of blue shirts. However, if you wore something like that is vaguely similar to it, I'm sure that you could do this. Wow. So just oh, I'm sure you can get your hands on a blue Apple shirt. Mm-hmm. I bet I could go on. I bet I could go on eBay right now and order a blue Apple store employee shirt. Mm-hmm. Not that I would do this. Not that you would. So there you go. That just kind of made me chuckle. And finally, <laughs> out of Mount Pleasant, Illinois, residents of a Chicago. Bam! Sur- just ordered one. No, I didn't order one, but it is really easy to get. Twelve ninety nine. Residents of a Chicago suburb are calling for the removal, removal, removal of a new business that has just been established. This business is the business of catering to adults. Oh no! Who enjoy acting like and being treated? Mm, let me guess. Babies? Babies! Okay. Yep. I feared it was either going to be dogs or babies, one or the other. Yeah, you you took a 50-50 there, and you won. Yep. Congrats. Yep, so residents are unnerved by an adult baby store that just popped up in a Chicago oh. suburb. So this is in Mount Pleasant. The name of the store is Tykables. 
Only allows customers inside by appointment. Tykeables? Tykeables. How many confused people are going to be walking up there, though, thinking this is something for well, actual babies? This is why it only allows customers inside by appointment and has the doors locked and windows blocked. But some residents have expla- expressed outrage at the activities that they have thought in their minds that are taking place inside of the store. Which is funny, because Wait. that makes them kind of pervy. Wait, they're expressing outrage at the thought of what's happening in there? At the thought of what's happening inside <laughs> why do of they the care? store. I mean, if you're not going in there, I mean... Well, the store- I'm outraged at the idea that something might be happening back there. Behind closed doors. Behind closed doors that I secretly find titillating, mm-hmm. but I'm going to pretend like I'm mad. Well, the store owner gives a tour facility, which you can find online, in a YouTube video and shows off the shop's adult size items, including an adult rocking horse, an adult high chair, an adult-sized <laughs> playpen, and a seven-foot-tall crib. Uh, the owner says in the video... I mean, things- personally, I do find something unnerving about an adult grown man in a high chair, but, you know, that's to each their own. The store- I don't have to go in there. The store specializes in selling adult diapers, which, by the way, that's kind of a racket, because aren't adult diapers just depends? Can't you just get those anywhere? Yeah, I would think. Uh, so they, they specialize in selling adult diapers, uh, which the owner says are marketed towards uh, those with ABDL. What does that mean? Please tell me. Adult baby diaper lovers. <laughs> One of the local residents said, he's getting his party on in there, and we're just supposed to sit back and act like it's normal. Another angry resident at the village hall meeting said, it's hard for us to get behind this in this community. They don't have to go in there. Why do they care? However, some residents have defended tykables. One resident said, uh, they're not having sex with their diapers on. Well, you don't know that. Yeah, you don't they're yeah. having people. Oh, feed he knows. Them. I mean, I can tell you right now that they're not in there having sex in those diapers. I mean, they're definitely not. They're definitely not at all. But why would they care anyway? They're having people feed them and act like a baby. A village official said there might not be much officials can do about the complaints. Uh, the official said it's a business that many people find at best distasteful, but it is in Again, fact legal. If the public has no access to it, it's appointment only. I mean, really, these are just busybodies. I mean, that's kind of like any. Kind of, you know, sex store that has the clothes things like by appointment only like the like the Jack Shacks up on 82nd, like the ones that have the lingerie modeling. Well, I think that's even. And those still exist. Yeah. Like, I mean, if those can exist. But this is in a, this is in the Upper West Side. It's in a Chicago suburb. Oh, Chicago suburb. I'm sorry. Um, oh, yeah. That was the Apple stores in the Upper West Side. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if it's behind closed doors and the windows are blacked out and you have to make an appointment, like, clearly, you know that that's something you're interested in. Well, they, so they are very interested in it, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Tykables. If you're into that kind of thing, your needs can be met it's at Mount Pleasant, Illinois. There you go. And yeah. that, my friends, More is power the world to you. of the crazy. Never floats your boat. That just seems like kind of a lazy name. It does, yeah, mm. yeah. I, I definitely, I agree on that. I, though I can't that's think of a better of, one. That's the most offensive thing. I can't think of a better one off the top of my head. I'd have to put some thought into it. They should just do the adult baby diaper lovers. They should call it just ABDLs. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm an ABDL. Just so you know, just want to get that out in the open. No, I'm not going to do that. Never mind. Uh, let's do some ball talk really quick. All right. No. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right. It's uh, short balls, a little potpourri, a little this, a little that, but I do have some things to bring up. Um, first up in ball talk, and I'll get back to this at the end. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers did win last night against the Golden State Warriors. And against your prediction. Eh. No, that's exactly what happened. No, potato, potato. No, it's not potato, potato. You said something was going to happen, and the opposite did. I mean, that's all up for debate, but that's an opinion that, you know, you can have. I tend to disagree, but whatever. Uh, Cleveland beating the Golden State Warriors last night. Moving on to Game 6 in Cleveland, uh, which will take place on Thursday, I think. So anyway. Are you just making that up? I'm pretty sure it's on Thursday. I'm pretty Mm. sure they go to two days in between games now try to wrap this thing up if the golden state warriors do win in cleveland then that will be the end of the series as they lead three to two in the best of seven series moving on to ball talk by the way just a side note even if you're not a big basketball fan you should be watching this it is the Wait, best soap I'm, gonna, opera. I'm gonna get to that stuff okay at the end. all right sorry yeah, sorry I'm we're, just we're like, coming back to it we're okay. coming back to it all right um so the uh, other thing here that we've got going on is former nba player nate robinson 
three-time slam dunk champion. So he's he's a little guy. He's 5'8". So you love him. Yeah, Nate Robinson's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. He's also played for like a billion different NBA teams. Although he does, he's, he's 32 now, but at his height, he doesn't have the... He's not quite as athletic as he used to be. So he hasn't been able to stay with an NBA team. So instead, what he's doing now... is trying out for the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> He's trying to go from the NBA to the NFL. He had a tryout with them as a defensive back, which he did play in college for a little while with the uh, at University of Washington. He's from Seattle originally. Okay. A Seattle guy. So he uh, tried out. So he was not signed, and the chances of him getting signed are pretty slim, but the Seahawks said they will stay in contact with him. That's more like That's a, like a don't call us, we'll call hey, you. Hey, <laughs> yeah, great. Let's catch up sometime. And then they're never going to catch up with him again. But uh, Nate Robinson is trying, he's attempting to be only the, I guess, second professional athlete. And I didn't realize this is this is true, but only the second professional athlete to play in both the NBA and the NFL. Charlie Ward probably could have done it, but that's uh, I won't even get into that stuff. Anyway, uh, yeah, so he would be only the second uh, second athlete in history, according to this report, hmm. to have played in both the NBA and the NFL. Nate Robinson. I like Nate Robinson. Again, we know you do. It's a little guy. Little guy. Moving on to ball talk. Um, we've got this. I'll go to the go to Europe. So the Euro Cup is happening right now, which is the Euro 2016, which is the big soccer tournament where the countries face each other. And there's a lot of kerfuffles going on over there. Oh, a kerfuffle, if you will. A kerfuffle over the hooligans and all the violence that's being ha- that's happening right now with uh, soccer supporters. We don't see that here in the U.S. You know, people don't really know what it's like over here. Yeah, that maybe maybe there'll be like one fight. Maybe a Seattle fan or a Portland fan will yell at each other mm. or something. These guys are crazy. They're not murdering people over soccer. Well, and I don't know if that's happening quite yet, but it's getting to that point. Well, I mean, that's so, happened, though, before. It has happened yeah. before. So this is, uh, you know, England usually gets the bad rap for being the... The hooligans that show up. That was a terrible English impression. <laughs> but oh my God, that's that my impression so, of the English that hooligans. That's so offensive. I love it. That's my impression of the English hooligans? <laughs> yes. That's not my impression of the English people. But that sounds that's exactly right. I, that's the hooligans. Yeah. You know, you can't understand hooligans. them and they're drunk and angry. And that's that's what they that do. That was exactly it. But they're not the only drunk and angry <laughs> people on the block anymore. No, the Russian delegation is getting in a lot of trouble. So the Russian ultras or what they're called. That's their ultra supporters. And again, I'm learning about this online. I, I don't know exactly. So the, the Russians, though, are getting in fights and allegedly teamed up with the French to attack the English hardcore supporters. And this is all outside the stadiums. It's all taking place in France, at various cities around France. And there was a big issue that happened when England played Russia over this last weekend where the Russian fans broke down a barrier and allegedly, well, there's video of it, they attacked the English fans. <laughs> so and what st- happened? And they all, started, they all started beating each other. Um, and there's one guy who was in critical condition, I, I guess. And, uh, but otherwise, there's just some severe injuries. And then they did it outside where, yeah, where they supposedly teamed up with some French, French crazy people and then they attacked the English crazy people and they're all crazy and angry. <laughs> so... And these guys, all of these groups, it's really, it's no joke. Like, they're, they're, they're crazy. And now, though, Russia is being threatened with a ban from the entire tournament if any more instances happen of this violence and if it's caused by their group. Hmm. So the, the organization, the EuroCup, said, you know, if this happens again, we're banning your team. We're sending your team home. Your team's going to be suspended from the tournament. That's happening right now. So that's pretty big. Now, the Russians originally, their group, came out and said some things very much in support of their, of their uh, Russian ultras. The uh, MP of uh, sports uh, for ministry, I don't know what he is, some kind of Russian official, said that, quite the opposite, lads, keep it up. That's what he said. Uh-oh. Um, then there were some other terrible things that one of their other people said. Finally, somebody in the Russian organization the got uh, got a hold of it and said, "No, we don't support that. Uh, we're not. We're not. We're not in support of the violence. But also, England's just as bad as we are." And that's their whole stance: is that well, England did it too. 
<laughs> England's 50-50. They're just as bad. Maybe true, maybe not. I don't know. But it's getting kind of crazy over there. So if one more thing happens, if you watch any of it on TV, which I actually watched a little bit today, you can see there's giant protests going on for some uh, some labor thing that's happening in France. And then there's these groups of people that are attacking each other. It's madness. Madness, you it's say. soccer madness. Soccer madness. That is happening. All right. Um, I was going to circle back around to something with... With the NBA playoffs, I will say this: Yes, to your testament, it is kind of turning turning into a circus. The NBA yeah, because I know that you always think that it's interesting, but I mean, I'm saying for people who aren't even big basketball people, like it's right. hilarious. Yeah, LeBron's getting mad, and it's kind of what I've talked was talking about yesterday. LeBron James keeps getting mad because um, he doesn't like being called a bitch, and uh, other players think it's funny and keep calling him a bitch, and then he whines about it just because they know. I think they just know it gets under his skin. But they, he did come back, and he played really well last night. He scored 41 points. Him and Kyrie, I think, both had 41 points they, Yep. against uh, the Golden State Warriors. So it's it's going to be a good match. It'll it'll be fun to watch whatever happens on on Thursday night. Either, either Cleveland's going to be crying because they lose, or Golden State's going to be ecstatic and probably rub it in that they win in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's going to be it's going to be something. When are you going to make your prediction? Tomorrow? Thursday. Okay. Thursday. Okay. When the next game is. Which I think it is Thursday. Yeah, I'm like, do you know if it's Thursday? Yeah, let's take a look. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's tomorrow. Guess mm-hmm. it was uh, Draymond Green. Is he going to be back? For the yes, next game? Draymond Green will be back for the next game. That's the nut puncher. That is the nut puncher. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. He he is. That's, that's his MO. Um, he's also a good player, but that's his MO as the nut puncher. And the nut puncher will be returning on Thursday. Yes, Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, that's where that game will be. Finally, in ball talk, we have this. I did predict another thing, and that was who is going to win the Major League Baseball playoffs this year, the World Series championship, if you will, and that is the Chicago Cubs. I stated that before the season started. And here, for your listening pleasure, is a brand-new Chicago Cubs fan song called Cubby Chubby. What? Looking good. Cubby Chubby, yes, I'm talking wood. Clark and Edison, Sheffield and more. Jump on the red line and you'll know the score. I got a cubby chubby and it's really hard to complain about this line of card. From top to bottom, our boys can swing. Calling the bullpen and I go swing. I got a Okay, that's enough. That's enough. Oh, so nice. In this north side paradise. That's what was posted. Merely bringing what is out there to the people. Okay. Making you aware of it. That someone created a song called Cubby Chubby. It was uh, Cake Multimedia on YouTube. It's called Cubby Chubby. Okay. From Chicago. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Hey, I just bring what the people what the people ask for. Nobody has ever. I bring the news so the people don't have to look it up themselves. And now you're aware that that exists. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags and sign up for the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament. Yeah, and also, like, don't be intimidated by cornhole and tournament. It's just no. a beanbag toss game, basically, <laughs> where you Come. have the chance to win money and prizes and also VIP tickets to our proms. Yeah, and, and almost all of those have nothing to do with your... Uh, with your performance, like, playing. Like, you don't have to worry about that. You can still win all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's going to be great. Yeah, you're not playing against, like, hardcore competitors. Just no. a bunch of people at your same level. And you know what? And as we've stressed before, like, it really, it truly does help us out. So, yeah. funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags. Sign up. and bags. You'll get what you put into it and more. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. So, thank you so much, everybody. And big thank you to Reverend Nats and BTU Brewing for sponsoring this one. Very cool. All right. Yep. Um, and thank you to the Beardsman, because we will yes. be hosting this competition we this will. Saturday. I really don't know what we're going to be doing. But I don't know what I'm going to wear. So I don't know what I'm going to wear either. Or what's going to come out of my mouth. I need, to, I need to figure out clothes first. 
then I guess what we're going to talk about. Okay. We'll see. All right. Okay. We'll get it squared away. Mm-hmm. But nobody's uh, going to be looking at us anyway. Everyone's just going to be staring at Rebecca Romaine. Oh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Including me. Yeah. That's exactly what's going to be going on. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much, everybody. We really appreciate it. It's coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network. We'll be Eat Food Already. That's about 6 awesome. p.m. right here. Tune in for that. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.